Hey folks, this is Kira. Welcome to Cosmic Guidance for All. Um, we're going to be forecasting the week of June 12th, Monday, June 12th, to Sunday, June 18th. This is my second time trying to record this. <laughs> it's one of those days. Um, I'm recording this on Friday the 9th, and I don't, I, I feel like I know what's going on, but I want to check. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had the moon in Pisces, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm sad because yeah, I had to record this again because there's all this work being done outside of my apartment and it's just started being really loud right when I got into the forecast, but yeah, welcome. Um, I'm not really sad. I don't know why <laughs> it's not that dramatic, but, um, I wanted to say before we get started that I might be changing the name of the podcast again. <laughs> um, I have been thinking about this and I posted on social, I posted on Twitter a little poll to see if I should keep this name or change it to um, Astrology That Hits, which is the name of my signature program. And it was like 76% voted to change it. So <laughs> I have another poll going on right now on Instagram and um, may or may not decide. No, I'm not. I'm probably going to change it. I'm, pro I'm like most likely going to change it. I'm just trying to figure out the timing of it all um, because I have um, I have a Venus ruled third house. And to me, podcasting is such a third house activity. Um, I think the, the broadcast element of it and the publishing of it is very ninth house, but the actual making and doing is very third house. And I've been hesitant because Venus is going to go retrograde, obviously. Um, and I'm also in a Venus perfection. Venus is my time Lord. So I'm trying to figure out the timing of everything, but more more than likely, more likely than not, um, this podcast will start being called Astrology That Hits, just so you know. Um, <laughs> some other show notes, show notes before we get started. Um, you know, happy birthday to all the Geminis out there. I love you guys so much as um, one of the other universally hated signs, <laughs> Scorpio here. Um, I just have a lot of love for my gems. So I'm going to go live on Instagram on Wednesday, um, the 14th and do some birthday readings for some Geminis. So, um, I'm not really sure what time yet, but follow me on Instagram at the astrology and I will post something in my stories about the timing of that. Um, yeah. And if you of course want like an in-depth reading with me, um, my books are open for July. I have around 10 spots. So Yeah. Book a reading if you want to go deep. We have um, a 60-minute option, a 90-minute option, and a 75-minute option for solar return readings. Um, but you can't go wrong with either of them. So yeah, I hope to see you sometime in July. Um, another quick plug real quick for the Astrology Podcast and their June forecast. Um, I was on it. <laughs> if you haven't listened already, um, take a listen. We had a really great discussion, talked about the astrology of May um, and some news stories that happened. And then, of course, we took a deep dive into June and all the astrology that's happening this month. So if you want, you know, um, other professional perspectives on the month, Chris and Austin are two of my 
greatest teachers. I know I've learned so, 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 so much of what I know from the two of them. So to be able to be on the podcast with them was just huge personal win for me. Um, and yeah, just really cool. I've been listening for since they started really. So nearly a decade. So, um, to be asked to join was just a huge deal for me and I'm very proud of it. Um, Another quick plug real quick for Jove's House, my membership. Um, we do gatherings twice a month. So um, we have our next community gathering on Thursday, June 15th at 3 p.m. Pacific. And what that is is basically um, we come on Zoom and I talk about the current astrology. I answer questions. We kind of just like talk for a while. Um, and then I put you into breakout rooms, into smaller groups, and I give you some prompts and you guys get to actually talk to other astro nerds and speak the lovely language of astrology um, with other people who can speak the language, which I think is so important for your growth and for learning and, you know, just to be able to connect with other people. It's huge. So um, yeah, our next gathering is the 15th. We'll have another reading swap on July 9th, Sunday the 9th. We do it the first Sunday of every month, but switching it to the 9th on, in July because of the holiday. And people have asked me a lot about these reading swaps and like how they go, what they entail. Um, typically, it's, you know, you have, we have two hours together. So each person gets an hour um, and you basically just get to swap readings and kind of practice your skills. Um, a lot of people are really anxious and nervous about it, but everyone's so like, everyone's so chill. It's really not a scary situation. <laughs> um, and again, it's for practice. So, um, yeah, I always tell people come with questions, like figure out, it's all about your questions, right? Um, what you asking the right questions is really what like half of this is about <laughs> when, when it comes to reading. So yeah, um, join Jove's house and come practice, come hang out. We also do um, live streams. I do private lives on my Jove's house Instagram account. We did one last week that was really fun. We did a smoke sesh and I just like smoke weed. We talked a lot. We talked about, we talked through this election I was trying to figure out um, and it worked out. So yeah, join Joe's house, kira.world slash join. It's only $11 a month and it's super fun. Really great opportunity to connect with other Astros. And yeah, I guess, I think that's, that's enough for, <laughs> for show notes. I think we can get into it. Um, yeah. So Monday, June 12th at 5:35 a.m. Pacific, that's 8:35 Eastern, we'll have the moon in Aries trining Mars in Leo at 13 degrees. Um about 11 hours later at 4:15 p.m. Pacific, that's 7:15 p.m. Eastern, the moon in Aries will conjoin Chiron in Aries at at 19 degrees. Um and then at 9 p.m. Pacific, that's midnight Eastern. The moon in Aries will sextile the sun in Gemini at 21 degrees and go void. So my notes for Monday, June 12th, the moon separating, the moon's going to be separating from Venus on Sunday night. Um, it's trining Venus Sunday night. And then, um, over yeah, Monday morning, it's going to apply to Mars. So 
this could be bringing up the current Venus Mars story situation, you know, scandal affair, <laughs> whatever it is um, that's happening in Leo right now. You know, with Venus and Mars co-present and moving through the sign together. There's bound to be some something kind of stirred up over this time period. And so the moon coming in and aspecting both Venus and Mars, um, kind of bringing the information from Venus to Mars, bringing some information, conversation, or you can even just think of it as like transferring light from one planet to another. Um, it could be bringing up something that's already kind of been, you know, progressing here for you. So just just putting that out. Um, and then, yeah, the most of the day we have the moon applying to Chiron. It's a tender day. It's very tender. Um, my notes include protect your heart, care for your body, and the wounding that's going to come up. Um, it's a great day for just healing, you know, any sort of healing work that you might do for yourself or for others. Um, a great day for a doctor's appointment. Um, I'm going to the doctor that day, <laughs> um, which I didn't even think about. But yeah, it's a good day for a doctor's appointment. Um, and again, when these wounds become exposed, because that's really what Chiron does. It just like kind of makes us way more more aware of a particular type of wounding or pain point. And the moon coming and bringing light, you know, bringing our awareness to this. This happens so that we can tend to them, that we can, you know, start to heal. So acknowledge them when they come up. Try not to ignore and like push those that tenderness or those pain points to the side, um, because this is happening so that we can have an opportunity to heal and process. Um, and yeah, we have a nice closing sextile between the sun and moon before it goes void. So after that, again, that's like 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern. It's check out, go to sleep, <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> um, it definitely can be a productive day Monday, especially because it's having the moon has some like fire, some fuel from Mars, its ruler when it's in Aries. So that there's certainly a lot of room for productivity and getting stuff done, but it's a sensitive day. Um, and I think, you know, especially our Aries risings and our Cancer risings, take extra care, you know, it's tender. Tuesday, June 13th, we have a big shift. So 11.26 a.m. Pacific, that's 2.26 p.m. Eastern. The moon in Aries will square Pluto and Capricorn at 29 degrees. Um, and then five minutes later at 11.31 a.m. Pacific, 2.31 p.m. Eastern, the moon will enter Taurus. It's sign of exaltation. Um, so all day we have, not all day, but all day after that, we have the moon in Taurus at 5.04 PM Pacific. That's 8.04 Eastern. The moon will conjoin the North node, um, in Taurus at three degrees, which happens to be the moon's exaltation degree. And then at 10.40 PM Pacific, that's 1.40 AM Eastern. The moon will conjoin Jupiter in Taurus at six degrees. Um, I really like Tuesday, especially after the moon enters Taurus. So earlier in the day, I wrote itchy, tender morning with the Pluto square. There could be some big feelings to work through, some fixation, some obsession to kind of work through. Um, yeah, just just note that that moon square Pluto is happening in the morning um, slash afternoon, <clears throat> afternoon for East Coast folks. Um 
low expectations for this first part of the day on Tuesday, low expectations for being able to focus, being productive, but especially for food, like don't shop, don't buy anything before um, the moon enters Taurus. Okay. Just don't make any big purchases. Don't even like make plans. Like don't schedule shit until the moon enters Taurus. Um, if you're like, you know, need to respond to an email or a text about like, when should we do this thing? Wait until the moon enters Taurus and then respond. And the reason I say that is because I've, I have a lot of experience with working with void moons over the past decade. And um, yeah, when you're making plans while the moon is void, typically those plans don't land. They don't, they change. So yeah, wait till the moon enters Taurus, the mood shifts, you know, in a big way. And it just becomes a lot nicer. Um, so it's, again, good day for finishing up work from yesterday, but wait to press send, wait to push things out until the moon enters Taurus. Once the moon enters Taurus, again, that's 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, um, sorry, 2.30 p.m., 11.30 a.m. Um, it's a great day for food. It's a great day for eating and eating well. Good lunch, group lunch date, lunch date, picnic, especially for our West Coast babes like me where this the timing works out a lot better for this to happen around lunchtime. Um, and then it's a great night overall. We have the moon applying to Jupiter um, pretty much all night. So I wrote, it's a great night. It's great for a first date or any sort of date, dinner, business meetings, any sort of meals you're having alone or with others gatherings with friends, families, loved ones, and especially benefactors. I like this for like, if you're raising money, you know, if you need to sort of ask for something from someone, this is a good day slash night to do so. Again, waiting until the moon's in Taurus. Um, once the moon's in Taurus, great for shopping, great for buying groceries, for gardening, and for plant shopping. The fact the moon's going to be meeting up with the North Node at her exaltation degree is like very extra. It's like very, very um, moon. <laughs> so it's just making me think like, like it's really good for food shopping. It's really good for sort of like the sort of extraness of the moon. Great for feeding, eating, nurturing, all that type of stuff. And I really love it for gardening and for plant stuff too. Okay, we love Tuesday. Wednesday, June 14th. Again, this is when I'm going to be doing live readings for Geminis. Um, 12.35 a.m. Pacific. The moon in, oh, sorry, that's 3.35 a.m. Eastern. The moon in Taurus will sextile Saturn in Pisces at 7 degrees. At 2.07 a.m. Pacific, that's 5.07 Eastern. The moon will square Venus in Leo at 8 degrees. And then at 2.15 p.m., 12 hours later, um, the moon in Taurus will square Mars and Leo at 14 degrees and go void. So once again, we have the moon interacting with both Mars and Venus in a day, transferring light from Venus to Mars. So again, kind of highlighting that Venus, Mars, and Leo story that's happening currently. Um, this is definitely a more like exciting day. I don't, they don't really mean exciting as in like great. I just mean there's just more happening with these squares, it's a little bit more 
you know, a little more zhuzh in the day. <laughs> um, stare, I wrote Venus, the moon is aspecting Venus and Mars again, staring at that star-crossed drama. Um, and also just to remember that Venus and Mars won't meet up again until February. So they are co-present in Leo right now. They get, I think, within three degrees, four degrees of each other. But Mars is going to keep moving on and Venus is going to station retrograde and go backwards. So they will never meet up in Leo. Not never, but this this year they're not meeting up at all. Um, they meet up again in February in Aquarius and opposite of Leo. So I bring that up just to like point out that there is quite a bit of, you know, drama happening here. I wonder if I can pick up um, the tweet from SJ Anderson. Um, I'm, I, I wrote, I read it out on a podcast. I recorded for well and good recently, but I'm going to see if I can find it on my Twitter feed <laughs> and read it out for you guys. I just think it's so important, um, to kind of take note. Okay. I think I passed it because, um, yeah, I think it's important to take note of the fact that Venus and Mars, again, are not going to meet up and they're just kind of stirring up some drama. Um, now I'm annoyed that I can't find it. Okay, let's just go to SJ's profile. Bear with me, friends. I think you I think you're gonna want to hear this um this this note. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. Venus and Leo, this is, by the way, SJ Anderson on Twitter, at SJ Anderson 144. Love SJ. Um, SJ has been on the astrology show before on a Venusian um, Afternoons episode and is also an Aries Scorpio person. I'm Scorpio Aries. He's Aries Scorpio. We get along really well. Love his tweets so much. He does a lot of um, mundane astrology, so... If you're interested in mundane, meaning the astrology of world events and, you know, just what's happening worldwide um, with countries and things like that and leaders, all of that, SJ is a person to follow. He also has a pretty great YouTube channel. Okay, so I'm going to read this. <laughs> I'm going to read this and then, gosh, I was supposed to leave my house 30 minutes ago, you guys. Anyway, Venus and Leo co-present with Mars, but refraining from perfecting a con conjunction. One might take a skeptical or long game view of love affairs and flirtations at this time. Let situations show themselves with a patient approach rather than rushing head headlong. Um, so I I kind of want to print this out and put it like on my walls as a reminder all this all summer. Um, I'm going to read this part again. One might take a skeptical or long game view of love affairs and flirtations at this time. Let situations show themselves with a patient approach rather than rushing headlong. And I bring this up because again, this Venus and Mars situation, um, really like just take that, just heed that advice, you know, try not to rush into anything and more than anything, don't push or force anything that's just not progressing normally. Um, yes, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> so the moon's going to be taking that information from Venus, delivering it to Mars. Again, could be a kind of a touchy, sensitive, tender day. Um, maybe an argument comes up, maybe a disagreement. It feels a little bit uncomfortable or 
you know, two different types of comfort competing for one, like competing for what is going to be the consensus comfort, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, I know it's prideful. It's like no one wants to budge or admit fall with all this Leo energy. So fixed. Um, yeah. Things cool down after the square with Mars and worth it to note the moon applying to that square with Mars and Leo could be pretty productive, could be getting stuff done, but it's touchy. It's touchy. Um, I'm thinking especially of my fixies out there, those who are fixed risings or have planets in, you know, early mid fixed signs who are going to be getting pinged by this moon, um, squaring Venus and Mars. It's just, yeah, it's a touchy day. Um, after the moon goes void though, at 2.15 Pacific, 5.15 Eastern, it's a really good day to just kind of like cool off, chill out. Um, working out could be helpful to kind of like move that Martian fire energy through you. Um, yeah, you know, doing some sort of physical activity, but otherwise like anything that's going to kind of cool you down, um, would be the way to go. Thursday, June 5th, sorry, yeah, Thursday, June 15th, um, 1.54 a.m. Pacific, that's 4.54 a.m. Eastern, the moon will conjoin Uranus and Taurus, 20 degrees, 9.09 a.m. Pacific, that's 12.09 p.m. Eastern, the Mercury in Gemini is going to square Saturn and Pisces at 7 degrees, 2.18 p.m. Pacific, that's 5.18 Eastern, the moon in Taurus will sextile Neptune in Pisces at 27 degrees. At 6.20, sorry, 6.36 p.m. Pacific, that's 9.36 p.m. Eastern, the moon in Taurus will trine Pluto in Capricorn at 29 degrees. And then just nine minutes later at 6.45 p.m. Pacific, 9.45 p.m. Eastern, the moon's going to enter Gemini. Um, where it will remain for most of the weekend. So for our notes for Thursday, June 15th, um, I just have, you know, there could be some sort of surprise or unexpected thing that happens overnight with the moon conjoining Uranus. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on that because again, it's happening overnight for our, um, you know, European, uh, Asian, African listeners, Apologies, I can't do the I can't do the time zone math on that. But just being aware that the moon's going to conjoin Uranus <laughs> during the day for you guys, um, and that could just lead to some sort of shifts or unexpected shifts or changes. But anyway, um, mostly want to kind of you know um, give a shout out to our Gemini and Virgo rule or ascendants anyone in a Mercury perfection, you know, with Mercury as a time Lord, anyone who is very mercurial, like being aware that um, Mercury is going to be squaring Saturn. And, you know, all week we're kind of leading up to this. Um, so yeah, being aware of that. I wrote, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> the information that Mercury is providing Saturn right now in the square might not feel very helpful for Saturn. Um especially as Saturn is slowing down to station this weekend, running into obstacles, roadblocks, being forced to slow down, especially mentally or in your, your movement, potential headache. Um, I wrote needing time to stop and think, um, 
potentially reroute, potentially like rerouting yourself too. And the moon's void all day. It's a voidy day. It's just aspecting the outer planets. So we might be feeling a bit detached, floaty, existential, you know, having big thoughts. Um, just kind of keep that in mind. The moon is going to be void almost all day until it enters Gemini at 6.45 p.m. Pacific. So that's going to help refocus us a bit. It's still kind of having the scattered energy because it's Gemini. It's it's mutable. But um, we can get a lot more done with, with the moon and Gemini because Mercury is here now. So let's get into the fun parts of this week. Friday, June 16th, 8.19 a.m. That's um, Pacific, 11.19 a.m. Eastern. The moon and Gemini will square Saturn and Pisces at 7 degrees. 12.12 p.m. Pacific, that's 3.12 p.m. Eastern. The moon and Gemini will conjoin Mercury and Gemini at 9 degrees. 1.57 p.m. Pacific, that is 4.57 p.m. Eastern. The moon and Gemini will sextile Venus and Leo at 10 degrees. So my notes for Friday. Slow morning. The moon's going to be applying to square Saturn. Saturn is stationing again. So Mercury does this on Thursday. The moon's going to come in and do it again on Friday. Slow morning. Um, allow things to feel kind of sluggish. Try not to rush. Try not to push anything. Again, your morning commute, probably going to be annoying and slow. You might run into some delays. You know, If you have like an interview on Friday morning, leave extra early. Give yourself a lot of time. Um, it's just slow, you know, sluggish. However, once the moon separates from Saturn, it's going to start applying to conjoin Mercury for the following uh, four hours. So that's really lovely. Um, when the moon starts applying to Mercury, things get way cuter. We get a really fun, chatty, connected day. You might be feeling really stimulated. You might be feeling really social. I just wrote so cute, like so many times in my notes. Um, so yeah, have fun. Go out on Friday. It's a really great day for meeting new people and putting yourself out there and just like forming new connections, um, especially for the air and fire risings and people with a lot of air and fire in your chart. Like this is such a great day for connecting. It's Venus Day. We have the moon sextiling Venus. Um, it's really lovely. I also wrote it's great for shopping. It's great for buying books. <laughs> um, also really great for writing, reading, and speaking, and teaching. Um, it's great for like learning, going to a workshop, you know, going to a book signing, anything like that. It's active. It's a fun night. Go out. Have fun. The moon's going to be applying to Mars overnight. So um, there is a lot of energy there. Um, at the same time, it's a dark moon. So I say there's a lot of energy. I think there's a lot of there is, there is energy there, some fire, there's some, you know, there's some spunk to, to kind of keep you going, but it's a dark moon. It's very balsamic moon on Friday. So my feel for the day is that the energy is pretty low, but it's fun and it's social. So it's not the best day for a lot of physical activity. You probably won't have the physical stamina to do a lot, but it's really great for mental and social activities. Um, so it's like a very chill and connected type of day and night, not like a wild and crazy fun night, but fun regardless. I really like Friday night. Saturday, June th uh, 17th, 
happy birthday, Mezzi. Um, I don't think he even listened to this, but my friend Mez, um, that'll be his birthday, <laughs> Saturday, June uh, 17th. So at 1.13 a.m. Pacific, that's 4.13 Eastern, the moon in Gemini will sextile Mars and Leo at 16 degrees. 8.29 a.m. Pacific, 11.29 a.m. Eastern, Mercury and Gemini will sextile Venus and Leo. So cute. That happens at 10 degrees. At 10.27 a.m. Pacific, that's 1.27, no, yeah, yeah, 1.27 p.m. Eastern, Saturn will station retrograde in Pisces at 7 degrees, 13 minutes. Um, and then Later on in the evening at 9.37 p.m. East, or sorry, Pacific, that's 12.37 a.m. Eastern, we'll have a Gemini new moon at 26 degrees of Gemini, and the moon will go void with that. Later on, 11.23 p.m. Pacific, that's 2.23 a.m. Eastern, the moon in Gemini will square Neptune in Pisces at 27 degrees. So, Saturday. We have Saturn stationing on Saturn day. <laughs> it's um, especially for our Capricorn and Aquarius risings and people in a Saturn perfection, um, but especially our Cap and Aqua risings, you'll probably feel this slowdown. Um, also, those of us with <laughs> seven degree mutable placement, um, you know, I would say between five and 10 degrees um, mutable, especially Pisces, but, um, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, or Pisces that have, um, a placement or a point and between like five, 10 degrees, um, you will probably be feeling the Saturn station. It's my ascendant. So I'm pretty, I'm expecting to feel it. My ascendant's at seven degrees Pisces. Um, yeah, check your, for everyone, check your Saturn ruled houses, check your Aquarius and Capricorn and Aquarius houses will be experiencing a slowdown in those areas of life. And, um, you know, basically till towards the end of the year, I think Saturn stations direct. Yeah. Beginning of, um, November. So, and it'll station at zero degrees Pisces. So yeah, think about those Saturn ruled houses. There might be some slowing down, reviewing, restructuring in those areas of life for the rest of the year, or at least till early November. Um, and again, with Saturn station on Saturday with the new moon, it's just kind of like a low energy day. It's a low energy weekend. I know I talked about how much fun it is. It is. There's like so much potential for a good time, but it's really important to pace yourself. So Mercury is going to sextile Venus today, and that's really adding to like the magic of the weekend. Um it's just really lovely. It's this like fire air sextile. It's, it's really sweet. So, um, again, we're feeling really fun, creative, connected, similar energy from yesterday. Again, great for writing, reading, connecting, organizing, research, analyzing, talking about things, talking things out, learning all of those like fun Gemini, um, you know, adjectives or words, themes. And, and then, of course, we have a new moon happening, too. So the new moon's happening. It's applying all day. So, again, it's very balsamic, very low energy, but great for hanging out and connecting. Um, this is very much like a hangout with, like, two other friends type of day, you know, like hang out in, like, pairs or I like threes for Gemini especially. But, um, 
you don't have to like do the most, but you can have a lot of fun just being around people and feeling connected. Even if you're like just hanging out in the same room, like reading together or, you know, things like that. I just think it's, it's a really lovely weekend for, for the gems and people who really like that Gemini energy. Um, I wrote, it's a great night to go home or go to bed early. <laughs> um, especially after the moon goes void and that new moon perfects. Like, I just feel like a lot of us are going to feel zapped of our energy by this point. So don't feel that they need to like stay out late Saturday night. Um, yeah, it's, it's not the best night for that. I'm not saying don't do it, but you might just kind of tap out early. Um, and if not, if you do really want to go out, it's a great night for like going to see a movie, um, or hanging out with friends, watching TV. Like again, your energy is going to be low. So try to choose activities that aren't going to be like super draining. Finally, Sunday, June 18th, um, we have at 3.57 a.m. Pacific, that's 6.57 a.m. Eastern, the moon will enter Cancer. At, um, and then like way later in the day, the moon's just kind of drifting through Cancer for most of the day. At 5.45 p.m. Pacific, that's 8.45 p.m. Eastern, the moon will sextile Jupiter and Taurus at 7 degrees. And then shortly after that, um, about 15 minutes later at 6 p.m. Pacific, that's 9 p.m. Eastern, the moon and Cancer will try and Saturn in Pisces at 7 degrees and go void. So the moon's going to enter Cancer <laughs> and make these two like aspects, um, one to Jupiter, one to Saturn, and then go void. And let me tell you, she's going to be void until Tuesday afternoon. So um, Sunday is our day to get a lot of shit done that we need to do to prep for the week ahead. And let me, let me explain. So the void, um, ends pretty early, right. With, with the moon entering cancer. Um, and yeah, we really want to get our shopping done today by today. I mean, Sunday the 18th. So if you need to buy your groceries, um, if you need to like send any important information, emails, if you need to, yeah, but especially buying food and buying, like making purchases, do it today, this Sunday when the moon's in Cancer, um, especially as it's applying to Jupiter. So I wrote, get your shopping done today, especially <laughs> as the moon applies to Jupiter. Great day for a farmer's market. Um, great day for a farmer's market. Great day for cooking, meal prepping, going out to brunch, going out to lunch gatherings of any sort, barbecues, great day for barbecues, great day for a day party. Um, especially if it involves food or any sort of like nourishment. Um, it's a very fertile day. It's great for some sex <laughs> with yourself or others. Um, especially as it's leading up to the sextile with Jupiter. And I say, when I say it's a fertile day, I don't mean like have sex and go get pregnant unless that's what you want. But I, what I mean by fertile is it's there's a lot of energy for growth. Um, but also usually when I mean it's fertile, I'm talking about the fact that earth and water are involved and earth and water together makes fertile soil soil. So um yeah, we when we want to build or grow things, plant things that'll grow um for the long term and sustainably, we want some nice fertile soil for that, right? So yeah, it's fertile. Um and Fertile energy is great for sex, re regardless of if you're trying to make a baby or not. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, I love the Sunday. Um, oh, did I mention this? 8.53 p.m. I, I think I forgot to say this. 8.53 p.m. Pacific, that's 11.53 p.m. Eastern, the sun in Gemini will square Neptune in Pisces at 27 degrees. So our Leo ascendants um, and anyone in a solar perfection, but especially our Leo risings, be cautious of this, the square to Neptune. Um, this Sunday might feel really weird for you in particular, Leo risings. Um, you might just feel off, foggy, confused. Don't overdo it, especially don't overdo it on substances in general for everyone, but especially our Leo Risings, um, especially if you're having fun going out today. Just try not to overdo it on the substances because you might, it just might make you feel bad, you know, it just might not feel that great. Um, but yeah, that's Sunday. Again, the moon, when it goes void at like 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, it won't enter Leo. It's not going to like end that void and enter Leo until 3 p.m. Pacific on Tuesday. So we have almost two full days after the Sunday of like void moon. So just keeping that in mind, I really think um, I would really advise to kind of prepare for those first couple of days of the week on Sunday. Um, so my overall notes for this week, June 12th through the 18th. Our great days, our best days for shopping and groceries, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and a bolded Sunday. Um, our best days for dates. And when I say dates, I don't mean just like romantic dates, any sort of like hanging out with another person over food or drinks or, you know, coming together, connecting with another person um, when you have like a date on the calendar for that. <laughs> so our dates um, are our great dates. Are great days for dates. Um, I really like Tuesday. I really like Friday, and I love Sunday, especially leading up to that um, Moon sextiling Jupiter. Meetings Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday are good meeting days. Um, our best nights would be Tuesday night and Friday night, and our best days for planting and gardening Tuesday and Sunday. Our weekend, um, Thursday, again, not the best. It gets a little bit better after the moon enters Gemini, but Thursday is not the best night for going out. Friday absolutely is the best day and evening for hangs and dates and going out. But again, remember that the energy is probably going to be um, a little bit low, but doesn't mean you can't have fun. Um, Saturday, fun day, but again, low energy and Sunday, awesome day, get shit done before the void. And my notes just to pace yourself, Bessie. Like it's remember that it's a balsamic moon week that we're leading up to this Saturn station on Saturday and this new moon. Um, great turning point, but again, energy, especially physically is probably going to be a little bit lower. And that's what I have for you. That's the, um, astrology forecast for the week ahead. Um, be sure you're following me on Instagram. Um, both, at Cosmic Guidance for All and Astrology because I post my notes every week and I will be posting them on Sunday um, when, when I post, when I put out the podcast. So you can also just like, you know, kind of read my notes. And these are my handwritten notes. They're not my typed up notes because I do have a whole process. I do have Mercury and Detriment. So I have to do everything like five times over. Um, but I literally write down 
I'll show you guys here if you're if you're watching. Um, this is what it looks like. And I literally write down the astrology, um, you know, the transits of every day, handwrite them, and then I handwrite all my notes in this cute little planner. Um, yeah, and I like to post them. People like them. So if you like them, follow me on Instagram, check them out. Okay, I think I think I did it. Somehow I got through all the week. It hasn't even been that long. It's been 40 minutes. I'm getting better and better at this. Hopefully I'm not talking too fast. Um, and as always, please, please, please rate me five stars wherever you're listening to this. If you're watching on YouTube, um, give me a like and subscribe. I, um, I just have good feelings about this podcast, about this show, and I'm really stoked about it. And I really want it to grow. Um, so share it with your friends. If you think anyone would really enjoy having this sort of like week ahead forecast to help you prepare for your week ahead. Um, I hope it's helpful. I think it's helpful. I've gotten good feedback about it. So, um, share it, share it with your people and yeah, like subscribe, send us some ratings. I realized on Spotify podcasts, you can, um, you can like send me little notes about every episode. It's really cute. So if you, if you feel, if you're listening on podcasts, um, sorry, on Spotify, figure out how to send me a little, little note. I'm going to start utilizing that more often once I, once I figure it out more anyway. Okay. I have to go. (laughs) I'm an hour late to something. Um, I hope you guys have a really awesome week ahead. I'm getting this out to you on time, believe it or not. So, um, props to me for that, I guess. (laughs) No, but, um, yeah, have a great week, everyone. I'm excited about this one and until next time, have a good one. Bye friends.